We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. Plenty to talk about today as uh, Ole Miss basketball knocks off LSU 76-72 in Baton Rouge last night. Uh... Big effort game for the uh, for the Rebels. We'll talk about that a little bit. Deshaun Ruffin getting injured. Kerman Davis was at least uh, optimistic following the game about that. Lane Kiffin sounding off on luxury taxes and salary caps and NIL and plenty more yesterday too in his uh, in his press conference announcing uh, I guess the signing class. Too. Well, today is National Signing Day, but that has zero to do with Ole Miss whatsoever. So here we are. We've got that. We've got uh, Brian Flores suing all sorts of people in the NFL. I mean, there are plenty of topics probably going into tomorrow's show, frankly. Nick Saban much spoke. That too, yeah. So, uh, yeah, plenty of stuff going on. It'll, again, it'll probably go into tomorrow, but we'll hit as much as we can today about it. We'll circle around with all of it. The uh, the, the Washington is the commanders now. They've announced that this awful. morning. So Just awful. Tons of stuff. Big big news day. Big hand raised day. guy in the Washington football team offices yesterday when they settle in on commanders just starts throwing stuff at people around the room. Like a month ago, had you said, "Hey, Washington Commanders went." Hey, was that what one of the teams in the replacements was called? Was that was that like was that was was that what that was? I mean, what are we doing? So bad. You had so many options, and that's what we went with. So anyway, all right. Podcast brought to you single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Remember to get your ten free dollars. All you have to do and do that is pull up at any pump. At a Blue Sky location in Mississippi, take a picture of the QR code. Exxon Mobile app opens. Automatic 10 bucks, 1000 bonus points there with the Blue Sky location. Also, you uh, can get the lunch specials, $5.69, two sides bread, 32-ounce drinks, and more. And again, come to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. 
It's a uh, great place to grab a burger or a po' boy, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, all of that. Just a fun place to hang out. Rafters, music, and food on the square in Oxford and also in New Albany. Uh, football first. What do you want to do? Uh, whatever. You 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 got you, you got takes. So I'll let you. I do have you. I do have some takes today. Probably gonna upset some people. I think so. Maybe maybe not. I got lots of takes though. Okay. I got lots of thoughts on stuff. Um, let's start football. So Lane Kiffin again having his uh, his signing day press conference um, yesterday. He came in as Neil said and uh, what he said, what he meant yesterday, with a purpose. He had things he wanted to say. Lane uh, Lane had a, had an agenda yesterday as he walked in. So did some of the other people on the press conference. But what was interesting about it is at first I was like, oh, I don't know what we're getting today. It's kind of bad because as soon as we started hitting the button, people wouldn't know this probably the way they started the record button is Brad Sheffield, one of the media relations people for Ole Miss, said, hey if you'd like to give an opening statement about your portal class. And Lane, like, it caught him off guard a little bit, and he was like, I thought we were doing a signing day thing. And it was like a weird little five-second thing, and I kind of – my expectations sort of went down a little bit, if that makes sense. I was like, oh, that's it's a weird open here. I don't know what we're getting. And no, I, I saw like, his body language. Oh, did you really? I knew what we were getting right away, and I was – that's one of the reasons I – Oh, really? I, okay. I hit Ray's hand right away. I knew what he wanted to do, and I was like, yes, <laughs> we are going here. <laughs> And I'm always, oh no, I can't, I can't say anything about anybody else. So I, no, I'm always, am, hey, screw it. I'm always amazed at how many people can't read the room. Yeah, it's it's an incredible thing. I mean, look, I, I'm not the most social person in the world, but I think I have, and you've been around me. I think I have pretty good social skills. I can read the room. The room, the, the head coach. At Ole Miss yesterday, who's one of the most high-profile people in college football, wanted to talk about the state of the sport. He did. In a frank way. Was ready to go there. Yesterday was not the day to ask about personnel. Man, they, look. And maybe this is why I'm not good at this, or maybe this is why I am good at this, depending on your perspective, right? There's no football game in February. Ole Miss is not playing a football game in February. They're not playing a football game in March. They'll probably play a spring game in April. I don't know when. And then they won't play a football game, Chase, until September. That's correct. Yeah. There's time to write those stories. Lots of time. We'll, we'll we'll dive into plenty of Zach Evans prior to September. I mean, we you will know as much as you possibly can know about Zach Evans prior to September, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. Is I, I get that those are stories, it's just not today's story. But that wasn't to, that wasn't yesterday's story. Yeah. And so if if you walked out of that press conference writing about Troy Brown or Michael Trigg, I would argue you missed the point. And then some people would go, no, 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 that's what I want to read, and I'm okay. And here's the great thing. It's a marketplace. Yeah. There's no way I listened to that press conference and came away going, I'm going to write about Troy Brown right now. Nothing against Troy Brown. I look forward to writing about Troy Brown. Yeah. Getting to know Troy Brown. That, that that's I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. But when one of the 10 most high-profile coaches in college football comes out talking like that. Well, because here's the deal. You don't know if there's another opportunity. The opportunity is now. So if you miss the opportunity. Well. We can always talk about Jackson Dart. We can do plenty of Jackson Dart. We can do whatever. Well, not only that, but do I? I, I know that if I get another opportunity, it might not be until March or April, and then he might not want to talk about it. Then it was fresh on the forefront of his wherever the whichever part of the brain is like now. 
That's what was on that part of his brain yesterday. It's a podcast, and look, I'm sure there was plenty of reasons, including, frankly, the staff getting out of town because signing day, it's a dead period. Signing day means nothing today. They can all leave. Glory to them. Have a good vacation. Sure. There's nothing they can do. Any even little bit of it is to get those things out yesterday, which makes it be the topic of conversation going into all the other teams' press conferences Did you see his body language when I asked the first question and he saw what it was going to be about? He he almost – but you think that has a pur- do you yes. think that was purposeful to make Jimbo yes. have to answer that today? Yes. Now assuming ask it. Well, Saban got asked about it last night. He did. Yes. I actually thought his answer was very creative. We'll get there in a minute. But. Yeah. But no, it was abs- it was very purposeful. He was hoping people would take the bait. Yeah, he was Yeah, I'm, I mean he- here's what he did and it's what's crazy about the profession and interviews and the way everybody whatever he just told the truth. I know. He threw the $25 million out there. He And it's actually, that's actually short of what well, I've heard, but yeah. He did the math. He goes, hey, well, think about that. That's what this means. Which is a good point. He said, hey, you know, three, four schools, nobody else. I mean, it, it, there's a yeah. lot there on, you know, he, he gave the line about, hey, every time you make a decision, there's unintended consequences. Here we are. It's not what this was, whatever. What he was doing was two things. He was sending messages to college football of, hey, this is freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then he's also going, hey, we have a problem here. Said it, he said that he referred to it as an issue. Yeah. Repeatedly. Yeah. We can't do that. And hell, 125 schools can't do that. Well, because so, I asked him a question, you know, are you, are you wanting this to be, you know, do you want Congress to step in on this? Or is this a, is this the place for the footballs are? And he was like, look, that's. He, a, he, he did a pay grade. Or, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. above my head. But then, but he didn't stop there. His way of saying, I appreciate the question was. But we have an issue. And you do. Yeah, and you do. I mean, and Jimbo needs to be asked about it today. What's he going to say? Are you confident he'll even be asked? It, should, should should someone ask him, what do you think his answer is? Uh, you know, Jimbo's kind of funny about stuff like this because Jimbo's answer to this fairly recently, if I recall correctly, and I think I do, Jimbo's answer was... We've always had NIL deals. He he, he they said were this just to Fine Bomb in December. Yeah, they yeah. were just cheating. Nobody talked about it. Was the quote he gave? Yeah, he probably will say that again. And and frankly, Chase, I have no problem with that answer. And I'm going to be clear here: I have no problem with Texas A&M. They're not breaking the rules per se. The rules are so nebulous. They're being Vanderbilt baseball. Hey, look, we're taking advantage of what is right there. Yeah, and so I'd yeah. be a hypocrite if I said, oh, I have a problem with that because I've always said I have no problem with what, what Tim Corbin's doing at Vanderbilt. I don't. You can dislike it or think it's not good for the sport, but... Yeah, you can want a rule change, yeah, not but, go, hey, you're the devil because... But when someone goes, Tim Corbin's cheating, no, he's not. No. No, he's not. He's he's operating within the, the rules that are presented to him. Frankly, in, in the similar way, Tulane has been able to take advantage of the portal to recruit better players than he could recruit out of high school. He said that yesterday. He goes, look, I don't make the rules. I just try to figure out the best way to formulate my my plan inside them. Yeah, I'm, I'm told that I can take 32 kids however I want to, so here's what I do. Yeah, okay, cool. That's what he said. So he was – I thought he was fascinating yesterday. I thought it was – we've had Kiffin for, what, two years and a couple months, and I thought it was easily his most candid press conference. I thought he was funny, but – you know, it's funny. A lot of people were like, oh, he was body bagging Texas A&M. I'm like, no, I don't think that's what that was, guys. I, I, I don't think he was accusing Texas A&M of cheating. 
I think he was pointing out that if these are the rules, the school where he is, and a lot of schools like the school where he is, they can't compete in this environment. Mm-hmm. Not like that. Ole Miss cannot – and I, there was this debate on the message board, and you might disagree with me, and if you do, fine. We've done this for a while. We can get through a disagreement. I don't think Ole Miss can raise $25 million a year. No, that, that, that number's too big. I don't think that's achievable. That would take – it's not possible, and it's sure as hell not sustainable. Year over year over year right, over right, year. Right. I don't know that they could ever get there one year, but if they did, I don't think they could turn around and get there the next year. Yeah, that, I, I just don't – without one person just going, by God, here we go, yeah, and, and that makes no sense. You know, and, that and, makes no and he said – he made a, he made an analogy, Chase, about NFL free agency. He's done this now for two years. Yeah. He, this is something he's he's dialed into. He, he, he grew up in an NFL home. His dad was an NFL coach. He had a, a brief uh, tenure as the Raiders coach. His brother – coach with the Niners and the Browns before joining his staff recently so that there are lots of NFL connections in his family he's right most most free agents go to the highest bidder occasionally as he said yesterday you occasionally see a guy go you know I want to finish my career in Los Angeles or whatever so I'm gonna go there I, I grew up an Eagles fan or whatever very rare for the most part they go to the highest bidder sure. he said so why would this be any different 17, 18-year-old kids who don't have any money, many of whom who come from backgrounds that have no money, suddenly are people are bidding for them? Here's the thing, though. As he said, as Jimbo would say, these things have been going on anyway. Maybe it's, it's made the numbers bigger because you can get more corporate dollars involved and it doesn't take the connotation of cheating to do it. But is anything really different? Isn't the ratio still basically the same? Have we really changed the power structure in any way? We, we've increased the gap is the problem. Yeah. Because in the look, – let's be real. In the illegal cheating situation – Well, there's no reason to not be real yeah, today. In the illegal cheating ways, those gaps are – they're still big, but they're not, oh, God, 22 million. I mean, that that's a stupid number. Yeah, no, it was a shoebox full of cash. It yeah. was $50,000. Back in the old days, I mean, look. There's a prominent linebacker that 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 went to Georgia that the number was like 350. Mm-hmm. 350. That that number would be a lot different today. Oh. But giving somebody $350,000 in in a shell game is a lot more difficult than going, yeah, we'll just do an NIL. Right there on paper, boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah. We'll just do NIL. 700 grand, 800 grand, whatever. Yeah. Boom. I mean, because look, if those numbers are correct, 25 to 30 for A&M, yeah, sure, that comes out to a million per kid, but that also means some kid's getting 100,000 and some kid's getting God knows what. Sure. It's like a Major League Baseball roster, right? I mean, mm-hmm. or an NFL roster. We'll stick with football. If the team payroll is $112 million or whatever, and that's not everybody getting an equal piece of that pie. The backup offensive tackle is not making what the starting wide receiver is making. No. You mentioned what Kiffin said. You mentioned what Jimbo said. Saban uh, asked at some, I don't know, some something. He was yesterday. in Mobile at a at a function. Did, tailgating with the coaches, Senior Bowl summit. It was Brian Harson and Nick Saban. Oh. 
because um, we had two different situations going on in a, in, 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 in one at one at one stage at one time. <laughs> My God, and like, no. geez, you know, Harson walked in there and going, "Oh God!" Like, I, well, I tell you what about it. There's an AL.com story that I'm reading, and unless I missed it, there's not even a Harson quote in the story. It's just a few saving quotes. Well, and he's the type that probably got asked something about it and, and was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not answering that." I mean, Saban's answer. So Saban's two answers. One, he says, when we start using name, image, and likeness for a kid to come to your, our school, that's where I draw the line. That's not why we did this. Which, from a very NCAA standpoint, sure, fine, whatever, Nick. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. I get why you said it. Okay. People are making deals with high school players to go to their school. Yes, they are, Nick. Mm-hmm. You're, yep. you're, you're correct. Yep. And then here, the one that everybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I hear these crazy people on TV who say now you're doing it above board. We never did it. We never did it. We never cheated to get a player. We never paid players to come to our school. Well, look, as I said a minute ago, we, I don't know who Nick is talking about. Maybe he means he and Miss Terry. And you know what? They never cut a check for Raycon Davis to come to Alabama. Like I, I've told you my saving story on this, right? I know, but hold on. But two things is one. I know everybody's up in arms because look, we all know how ridiculous that statement is. If we take it for Alabama has never paid a player, I mean, my God in hell. But nobody followed up and said, "Hey, who's we?" Nick, a and B. What'd you expect him to say? Oh yeah, we pay the shit out of players. Like, uh, like what? 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 what he has there? to his credit. He's been consistent on this. In two, th- when did he get the job? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh, seven was his first season. It was the. You sp- should know that. It was the, yeah, yeah, I should. <laughs> it was the spring, spring, early summer of 07. and I was doing radio in Mobile. Jamarcus Russell had played quarterback at LSU. You might recall as I- part of a staff that included both Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Showing you how the world doesn't change that much. And I was asked, a caller called in and said, be honest, do you think Jamarcus Russell got paid at LSU? Well, having worked in Mobile and covered Jamarcus's recruiting, I not only thought that Jamarcus had gotten paid to go to LSU, I knew it. So I said, yes. And he asked the follow-up question. He said, this was probably the beginning of the end of my career at doing radio in Alabama. And for, again, for the record, for the people who love to throw this at me, I never got fired from my newspaper job in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Never. If I wanted to have stayed at Mobile, not only would they have, not only did they want me to stay, they offered me more money to stay. So let's be clear there. The radio station that I worked for, WNSP, is owned by a big Alabama booster named Ken Johnson. A lot of his advertisers were big Alabama boosters, including people who owned car dealerships. Multiple car dealerships, McConnell, Terry Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the question was, do you think Nick Saban knew it? And I answered the question honestly with, could he have told you the details? No. By design. But did he know? Sure, of course he knows. How do you drive into the office, see the cars on the lot, and not know what's going on? But now, if you don't know precisely who did what, you can go, I didn't do it. Layers. Yeah, it's lazy. And it's not a criticism. I mean, you told the story. You drew it out in what, a jewelry store for somebody that time? You like you took the thing? Yeah, yeah. uh, So it's it's just plausible deniability. So anyway, I was at the SEC baseball tournament that spring, which was right before the uh, 
spring meetings in Destin, mm-hmm. and I was having lunch. It was on the Friday or Saturday of the SEC um, baseball tournament, and the Alabama SID came up to me wanting to talk. I knew right then we had issues. Um, we talked about it, talked through it, and then at the spring meetings, Saban found me, and we talked, and he told me that I was insulting his integrity, and I told him I just t- told the truth. That was I thought it was plausible deniability. I didn't say that he did it; just said that LSU did it. I knew that Jamarcus had gotten improper benefits. Of course, Jamarcus got improper benefits for the love of God. Of course, he did. Yeah, sure. And you know, but we've played this game for a long time now, and so here we are, fifteen years later, still playing it. And and now people are finally talking about it because it's it's above board now mm-hmm. to a degree. There's still a you know a black market of things that are happening under the table, but most of it's most of it's above board. Players are going to have to be taxed on this. Most people have no real problem with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do this deal about the – I thought Kiffin's comment about salary caps and stuff, his comment about if, if one or two NFL franchises could spend ten times more than the other NFL franchises – What do you think would happen? And I thought what Kiffin said was exactly right, which was, look, if this is the way you like it, cool. But understand that there's an entire subset of schools now that really have no real chance to win. And maybe it's always been that way. But the thing that people love about the NFL, and the reason that the NFL is king from a competitive standpoint, from a viewership standpoint, from a buy-in standpoint, is the Cincinnati Bengals were 2 and 14 2 years ago. They're, yeah, there's no draft. They're playing for the Super Bowl. There's a salary cap. You spend all your money, you're the Saints, you get over, the bill comes in, right? The Saints are going to have to take a step back and go, "Okay, we got to break this down and then build it back up." Kind of that's where it is. Well, that doesn't exist in college football, and if you don't do anything to legislate NIL, and I don't know if they will or not. Congress is not going to want to put caps on players because it looks like you're harming and hurting the kids' ability to make an income. Yes. And so that we, is going to be a very difficult political thing to get through. I talked to a very high-profile, you know who I'm talking about, a very high-profile college football person who said if the rules don't change, yeah. there are three programs who are going to dominate the sport, Texas A&M, Texas, and USC. Because I said, what about Alabama? Alabama doesn't have that kind of money. Alabama doesn't have that type of donor. Chase, Alabama can't raise $30 million a year in NIL. Every year, year over year, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist. Every year? We're not here's, talking here's, about- the, here's the truth, too. Unless, unless Jimbo goes like 11-1, and one, he can't do it next year. Because they're going to get pissed off and go, hold on a minute. At some point, you got to win football games. It's not just some guarantee out there forever that sure. you're, you're, you're giving it. Sure. And frankly, it ratchets up heat on the coaches even more is the other side of this argument. Well, here's how you know that the, the number is basically accurate. If, if I accused you of, of bribing someone and you know you didn't do it, you'd push back. Yeah, you're going to retaliate a little bit. If you know you did it. Shut Silence. Up. Yeah. All right. The Man. number that's out there in the in the in the world is thirty one million dollars for this class. 
Yeah. I anticipate Texas A&M is going to have more recruiting success today. Yeah, they're, they're in on three kids. You wouldn't think they'd miss on all of them. Uh, they won't. Won't be surprised if they get two or maybe even three of them. I mean, this is they're, they're all in. Yeah. And look, technically, as long as they don't get the money until they get enrolled, they didn't do anything wrong. Might have gotten in some gray area. Well, they did because they promised the amounts prior to. Sure. I mean, which is illegal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you got to prove it. Yeah. I mean. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, we. Good luck with that all the way around. So, anyway, we're not done with this. We'll continue in a second. First, about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Seto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So, you're going to look at underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. The Oxford Park Commission has started registration for both youth youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season. Leagues are open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball. The cost is $50 per participant. The season begins on April the 25th. Games will be played at M-Trade Park. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com before February the 20th to uh, sign up. We're also brought to you by BroThrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at BroThrow.com. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Are you look, still looking for that perfect gift for your special someone? If so, Dead Soxy has your gifting covered. Nothing says I love you like some good socks. Dead Soxy has increased the discount at Rebel Grove. I was waiting for you to get it. At Rebel Grove. To <laughs> that was like half paying attention. To 30%. From now through midnight on February the 14th, head over to the site to see all the new styles and take advantage of this amazing offer. Happy Valentine's Day from Dead Soxy. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients We'll keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. If you are in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy. They're on South Lamar in Oxford, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Whether it's one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, you have everything you need there with G&M. Or if you're in the Holly Springs area, they're on the square with Tyson Drugs there in Holly Springs. So, uh, again, between those things and Rightway Meds, will they were individually package your medication, everything you need from your individual community pharmacy. Again, that is G&M here on South Lamar, 662-236-2222. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Jimbo will get asked about today. I wouldn't be shocked to see if – I would, it wouldn't shock me if Dellinger was on that call today, too, or whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, Ross was uh... – <laughs> 
<laughs> Russ, he kind of probably stumbled on that a little yesterday. Yeah. Like. He DM'd me yesterday with "Wow" or whatever. I don't know the exact words, but yeah, I was like, "Yep." So on, there's that. Yeah, that's that's when you give Ross Dellinger just a little bit of red meat, he's off to the races. So because that was the only he, he was the only national guy on, I think. Right? Yeah, I, I didn't notice anybody else. But yeah, I, I think Ross got a glimpse into the Ole Miss beat yesterday. Yeah, I didn't exactly like scan through the list of participants <laughs> as we were we were. We were yeah, he was, he was the only one. He beat me to that question because I was I was already prompted to the one about windows. And the Linux. new little hand raise function I don't necessarily like. It's it's a little different and weird. You have to go down to reactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's 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 whatever. The things we deal with now from a Zoom standpoint. Uh, look, what comes of this? I don't I don't know. Um. There are people that believe Congress will get involved to some extent. It will take that. I, I don't see the NCAA regulating this themselves in any capacity, frankly. Boy, it's an election year. Do you see the NCAA regulating this in any capacity? I'm gonna, Other than maybe some windows. I'm going to defend the NCAA here. Okay. How you, you can't keep adding to their plate. They're understaffed as it is. They they don't have the manpower or the subpoena power to truly do investigations. Like people make the Will Wade jokes. I know for an absolute fact that the NCAA has investigated Will Wade. But Chase, if you don't have the power to go in and find and, and subpoena bank records and such, if you can't find the money It's hard to find the it. The offer is not technically illegal. No. And I'm not defending Will Wade. I'm not, for no, not, not even a little bit. So you're going to add NIL to their plate? How the hell are they going to dig into that? I think they end up creating periods. Because Lane talked about that yesterday, too. He said, look, there's a reason NFL free agency is not 365 days a year. You have periods. You get done with it. You move on. Yeah, you like get long-term the, contracts. In the English you, Premier League, you have transfer windows. Yeah, you do whatever it is you need to do, and you go from there. So I do believe that ends up happening is you get – a window right after the season, you get a window right after spring, and that's that's kind of how this thing works. I mean, because right now, I mean, hell, the SEC is regulating itself just for like conference preservation, if you will. But that's it. I mean, if a, if a player is not in the portal today and is an SEC player, they cannot get into the portal and go to another SEC school. That window has now passed. Yesterday was the was the final day for that. But the rest of the country, NCAA wise, nah, have at it. Feel free, go wherever. Ole Miss can pick up as many. Wyoming and USC and Arizona State players as they would like. Um, the other big picture thing from him yesterday. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. The rest of it was kind of some football stuff. He was not in any mood to talk about that. You like that he admitted the photo shoots are just for marketing purposes? Yeah. Yesterday? Yeah, I appreciated that. Antonio Morales and some someone else wrote something on that have a, yeah. is really funny it was really actually it's fascinating it's where this is going it's like crazy the kids are now taking visits just to do the photo shoots or instagram and tiktok of course pictures and stuff yeah which is it's mind-blowing it's some of lane's thing i mean i get that some of that happened in this thing with some of those guys but i think it's one of the reasons he likes the portal is you get so much less of that. Yeah. Because you do have just some business dudes that they just still okay. Yeah. Like, give me the ball. 
Yeah, oh. of course. He'll tell you that. Well, I mean, look. He he said it yesterday. I mean, give the man credit. Do you know how how if if you had told if I told you five years ago that a coach would say, "Listen, we can't recruit those kids. Can't pay for them. Can't afford them." You'd have been like, oh, no one's ever going to say that. He just said it. High school kids, they can't, they can't, there's, they have no realistic shot at some of the high school kids, the elite high school kids. Mm-hmm. It's yet another reason that people are like, where's your recruiting coverage? It's like, okay, we're working on it, but understand recruiting coverage today, if you're trying to do it the way that you and I do this job, which is to try to be very candid and frank, we try not to do a lot of the superfluous bullshit. We don't, every time Ole Miss offers a five-star kid from Arizona, we don't go, okay, well, here's the ten reasons why Ole Miss is going to get him. We just don't do it. It's even tougher now to figure out who is a legitimate target. Because if a kid's going to blow up and be a national recruit, you're going to well, struggle. Programs like Ole Miss are probably not going to get those kids. You better have a hell of a tie in a relationship, and it better be the only thing that matters. Yeah. And that'll happen every once in a while. Sure. Flip guy. But what he said, going back to that comment about these guys are 17 or 18, of course they're going to go to the highest bidder. And that wasn't exactly what he said, but that's what he said. Yeah. He's not wrong. Like I said, it's, it's the biggest benefit to what he is able to accomplish in the portal is it gives them a chance at five-star and high four-star players in a much more accurate and possible way than ever getting getting the high school kid out of out, out of – wherever high school in Texas. Really, really damn difficult. Yeah, and so, you know, he's got an approach, and I think it's a valid, strong – the more I evaluate it and the more listening to him talk yesterday, I was like, you know what? I've, I've And I've we've talked about this. I've thought, you know, we're watching kind of an experiment in real time. And I think, still think we are to a degree. But I actually think, no, this was more calculated than I thought. This developed over time. If, if I could have a conversation with him, it would be, and I would never get this, but it would be over time as you watched this unfold, did it change your strategy? And I kind of asked that yesterday a little bit. Like, you know, you've, you've had success in the portal. Do you anticipate going stronger that way? And he really didn't answer it necessarily, but it was like, look, I don't make the rules. We just figure out how to best maneuver the rules how to best give us a shot. And for him, the answer to that is very clearly the portal. And the more I think about it, the more I think he's exactly right. Now, there's a risk in there because what if, for example, what if Caleb Williams had said, screw it, you know what, I'm going to UCLA Mm -hmm. or I'm going to Wisconsin. Well, Jackson Dart would have stayed at USC. Right. Now you're, uh uh-oh. I don't have a quarterback. Yeah. So there is a certain degree of, okay, I'm going to gamble that this all works out. But when it works out, you go, okay, well, I think it's going to work out again. Now, the flip side of that is, and I know Arch Manning's out there, but in a year where Arch Manning's not out there, are you going to get the five-star quarterback to come to Ole Miss? Do you have the NIL money to do that? It makes you wonder, looking back, like what the NIL numbers would have been for Laquan, Robert. Oh, can you, Robert, my God, can you imagine? Robert's number would have been... I mean, Astronomical. Yeah, because you got to kind of put yourself back in that place and how big of a deal he was for so long. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, look, even with all the things that happened to him, he's still in the NFL. 
Greg Little. Yeah. Top left tackle. Laramie. Laramie, but I tell you, Laramie would have been one of the kids that I don't think would have gone to the highest bidder. If you told me of those three, Laramie's the one I said no Ole Miss still gets. Yeah, and Laquan would have been because he had no ties to anywhere. Yeah, Laquan's the one that Ole Miss does not sign. No, they don't, they, they don't get him. Yeah, Anthony Standifer would not have been enough to pull that one in. No. Robert, there was some family connections, and maybe you just get really lucky. I think you still get Laramie. In the 16 class, I don't think you get Shea or Greg. Yeah, I can't argue that. So it's it so it gets interesting. I mean, th- so the the question is, does he go even further into the portal moving forward? And I think if you're reading what he said yesterday, the answer is yes. I think they go even more heavily into the portal. Mm-hmm. Like if I were having a conversation with the people at Rivals today, it would be, don't invest in another high school analyst. Invest in someone who does nothing but work the portal. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, you'd invest in both, but right. if you have to pick one or the other, I'd probably go, hey, let's let's dive into the portal here because it's going to be, and some of that would be self-serving. I, I, granted, sure, of course. But, I mean, Ole Miss is going to end up, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Well, how many were on the list yesterday, scholarship guys? Was it like 13? Uh, well, it was, I think it was 13 plus the three high school kids, so 16 scholarship kids. But 13 portal. That's what I thought without right. going back. And they're going to add four to six four to more. Five, yeah. I think four or five. Okay, so so seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, that's that's a ton of your thirty-two. That's a lot. I mean, it's more than half. Do the math. It's so good if, point. That's a good point, G. If you told me we were going to mention Anthony Standifer today, I wasn't really sure where we were going to go to get there. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, I think that's a normal number moving forward for Lane. I, I think if depending on like what's allowed on the thirty two thing and that stays and sticks, I think there could be some years where the portal guys are I mean, seriously, God, twenty, twenty two? Yeah. Twenty to twelve, twenty two to ten. Well yeah, and then once you're in a, ro- a, a thirty two world? Yeah, once your roster gets full, you don't even have thirty two. Well, so if, if you yeah, only have yeah. twenty six to give, for example, yeah. and you go nineteen I'm telling portal, you what, they're gonna just make room. And make room and make room. Well, yeah, but as long as the 85 is the 85, there is a finite yeah. limit. There is a number. Sure, y'all, you get people to leave. I mean, I got a list yesterday. It was, it was 18 guys from Ole Miss since August the 1st entered the portal. Is that what the number is? 18, yeah. So they're pretty much – it's and I listed, one in, one I listed out. them in my story at um, rebelgrove.com. How many of them have found homes? If we looked at that, I yeah. think all eighteen. I mean, really. I need to go over a couple of the names with you, but I think so. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And the exiting school helps. Hey. I mean, I, Ole Miss was I, to to again to Kiffin's credit. I, I I think they were very frank with kids from the very get go, and they were one of the schools that let guys still practice and play. Like Sonogo was at the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. They didn't is, do all. They they didn't. Because is he the one that took the visit to TCU during bowl practice? Yes. Was that was that Momo? Yeah. And Lane let him. Oh yeah, no problem with it at all. Yeah, I mean he laughed about how this is crazy. <laughs> and he's right. I mean it it's nuts. Can you imagine a guy with the Browns taking a visit to the Colts camp and then coming back and practicing with the Browns? Yeah, for the wild card playoff game. 
Yeah. I mean, it's unheard of, but there need to be windows. There, and I think there will be windows. But here's the catch. That window is still going to be during this thing you're talking about because that has to be a, the window. Yeah. It just has to be a limit on it. Yeah. And then stop and then yeah. start and then quit. But the kids would go, well, if you put a limit on it and then something like, okay, if you're a Michigan player today, you're signing with Michigan today, not knowing who your coach is going to be. And I don't think they're signing anyone today. Kids just aren't going to sign? I think they're done. Yeah, I think Michigan is not signing anyone okay. today. At least somebody said okay. that on the internet. But maybe you nothing. maybe you got in the transfer portal and you transferred into Michigan, and now he's leaving, or you signed with them in December. Now, if I were those kids, I'd ask to get out of my NIL. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And not lose my portal. Yeah. Hey, look, I... I and the NCAA has been pretty lenient on that. That's not really been a problem to this point at all. Drew asked a question about are there any rumblings on any of the players still here who may enter the portal after the spring. Yeah, there are. Um, and there will be guys from Ole Miss that enter the portal at the end of the spring. As I've said many times, it's a, it sounds it's like a joke. Door. The portal giveth and the portal taketh away. And, and yeah, that's going to apply to Ole Miss too. Sure. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Let you pre-order right now for Valentine's Day. A lot of different options for that, including their uh, sweetheart date crate. Got a lot of different things inside that one. They've got their artisanal cheese boxes, their dessert boxes back. Those were a big hit at Christmas. A Valentine's theme one there. And then you just get chocolate-covered strawberries. Simple, likable. Everybody uh, everybody enjoys chocolate-covered strawberries. By the dozen, by the half dozen for, uh, for those and uh, and much more. They're advertising their cheese classes again. You can see that. You can really just go to their Instagram page. You can see that at Johnston Hill Creamery on Instagram. Make all their cheeses in-house every single day. So see plenty of things there. White Oak Lane just off Molly Bar in Oxford. Again, that's 662-419-9201. Speaking of Valentine's Day, I recommend Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. It's 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for 73-plus years from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. I <clears throat> brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer. 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. The College Corners, your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. Brought to you by Pinnacle. It's uh, based in Madison, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity, and decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. Go to mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com to learn more. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, John is a part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Go to his site, go to his uh, email, go to call, give him a call, 
give him some parameters, give him a budget, and then he will give you options that you're just simply not going to find on your own. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Uh, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, candlelit patio, all of that. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Yes, Valentine's Day just around the corner, so get her something special at Style Assembly. We mentioned that back during Christmas, and now a uh, bit of a flash sale heading into Valentine's Day. New women's boutique on the Square, dedicated to sensible and sophisticated fashion. Clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. A range of sizes. And, of course, not all budgets are the same either, so you can offer a variety of price points, and they pride themselves on exceptional customer service. For example, ladies can create a wish list in the store or over the phone. It's left on file, then guys can call in, stop by, or pick something off the list, and she's guaranteed to love it. It's a win-win. They'll even wrap it up and have it waiting on you, and if you're not in Oxford, no problem. They will ship. Simply call or DM to place an order. Also, gift cards to take the guesswork out of buying. You can mention this ad between now and Valentine's Day and get 10% added to any gift card purchase. Stop by 203 North Lamar. It's next to the Blind Pig. Or call the store at 662-638-3163. Ask for Kate. The owner shall personally help you assemble your um, or your special someone's style when you do that. Again, 662-638-3163. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan. Oxford.com, Stinks Tan and Associates. That is 662-281-1200. You know, they handle both sides of the real estate business here in Oxford and Lafayette County. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, let them take care of you. Somebody you can trust in a pretty volatile market. So you can click the um, signature in my message board post. You can click uh, the website again, NickstanOxford.com, or give them a call, 662-281-1200. So, uh, what level of shocked were you last night? Ole Miss dominating the uh, the Tigers, especially until Deshaun Ruffin got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss was up 27 at one point. 24. Um, 24, okay. Yeah. Ended up winning 76-72, hanging on to the point that, I mean, give them a lot of credit, A, to play that well, A, to finish, because you had Ruffin out, obviously Joyner already out. You have Crowley fouling out. There was no one to handle the basketball there at the end of that basketball Luis game. Luis Rodriguez playing with four fouls on. at the end. Yeah, I mean it was it was a it was a leaking oil. But I mean, look, they've had a rough time. They were two and six in the league, one and six in the league, whatever they were at one point. Found a way to be okay. That's three of four. It was a big win last night from a Ken Palm standpoint. Jeffrey told me it was their biggest win since Auburn in 2019. Yeah, uh, just really impressive effort. If nothing else. Got to give Kermit a lot of credit for keeping those guys together because they they played their asses off last night. They did, and that lead got cut to two, and you were like, oh, boy. They have nobody to handle the ball. They can't go to overtime. Not going to win an overtime period. And they came up with a couple of big stops. Uh, Luis Rodriguez made a play that nobody talks about. There was – they were up to – and I think it was Fagan was handling the ball, and he kind of lost it in the backcourt. And there was this wild scrum for it. And it was getting ready to go to LSU, and they were going to have a breakaway. And Luis, who has always hustled, got his hand in there and deflected it. And ultimately led to a bucket on the other end for Ole Miss and extended the lead to four. It was just kind of a hustle play. They, they just outwilled LSU at the end. No pun intended. Kermit coached 
circles around Will Wade first 15, 16 minutes of that game. Just was magnificent. It was what it looks like when one guy's a great coach, X and O, and the other guy's not. That's not Will's strong suit. And it was it was really a a, a a master class for a little while. And then they just ran out of gas. Which is which is their problem. Yeah, LSU plays a lot of pressure, a lot of full court pressure. They will the wear best you, defensive team in the league. They'll wear you out. And they play a lot of guys. And they'll wear you out. And they did. I thought Ole Miss got tired late in the first half, early in the second half. And then, like you said, I just think it speaks so much to their fortitude. Had every reason last night to go, you know what? This just didn't our year. Just not our year. And they didn't. Now they got they got a hope. And Kermit was optimistic last night. I actually asked in the press conference. I came back at the end and I said, just to clarify, the early results are good. And he was like, yeah, I mean, he's, he looks good. He's moving around in the locker room. He seems okay. He wanted to go back in, didn't let him, which was the smart thing yeah, to do. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I mean, that would be no. So I'm sure they're holding their breath and crossing their fingers and all that, that, that the uh, MRI is clean, that knee bent in a it way. It looked that bad. Was, but um, he's, a, well, he's, he's an athlete, so they have a little better chance. Than, yeah, he's a little more, than your a little more limber than, than, than most of us. And um, We would need it amputated at this point when it bent like that. Um, when well, Neil was dealing with a did similar you, issue. Did you read his lips? No. The first thing he said was, I can't feel my knee. Oh, really? Yeah. Which was, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, towards ACL is what I right. thought, but he got up and he moved around. He was walking on it, and apparently, kind of he self- got kind of emotional again on the bench, and then he sort of calmed down. Yeah, I mean, he is eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's young, and he's been hurt. Yes, right? um, but you know, there's some optimism that Darkell Joyner could come back as early as Saturday. Now, how much I don't know, but it'd be fun to see them get going a little and try to make a little mini run. They're they're obviously. And look, behind, I, to say they're behind the eight. And I saw some criticism of this on the board. Kermit said the right thing. You tell your players, no, a lot of season left. Let's go. Go. Of go, course. Go. You don't answer that any other way ever. You don't quit. You got quad win wins everywhere, guys. Let's just put it together. Show let's, up tomorrow. Let's, go. let's get to work. Just, we got a big opportunity hey, in Gainesville on Saturday. That was a big Against quad, a team you've already beat. That was a big quad one win. That's well, a huge quad one win. And on they, the get road? Another, they get another shot at another one on Saturday against a team that they've already beaten. You just keep trying. You get Alabama at home next week. You yeah. you give it another shot. Yeah. I mean, Maybe you run that thing to five, and who knows? Yeah. Not yet by getting in, but like okay. Yeah, well, yeah, but give yourself an opportunity to get some excitement and make it fun. I mean, you don't quit. Yeah. Yeah. Ruffin last night scores nineteen points in twenty minutes. That typically will play. Deshaun's a really good player. Yes, he he's fearless at the rim. He uh, he's adjusting to. I'm going to guess that while he played against some really good players in the Mississippi High School Athletic Association and in AAU, that he didn't consistently go to the rim against guys 6'10", 6'11", 7 foot. I'm going to guess that when he went to the rim, there weren't always a Walker Kessler there, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to deflect your shots. He's having to learn how to adjust to that. Vander Hyden played two minutes last night. Otherwise, take that out. Ole Miss played seven dudes against that LSU pressure yeah, all night. All night. And that's with Ruffin getting hurt after 20. Good God. What's well, I had this envision. I mean. This thing in my mind, I saw Luis fouling out in the final minute and it going to overtime. And, and it's like, I don't know who you play. 
I mean, literally, I don't know what. I mean, you, it would have been, I don't know what lineup you put out there. You would have to go Fagan, Morell, Brooks, Breakfield, Breakfield. and. Mm. I mean, you, who cares? You got to make Fagan play the point. And Sammy put did Hunter not play last game. night, right? No, yeah, uh-huh. I guess he would have had to come in. Sure. Yeah, I mean, from a minute standpoint, Ruffin twenty, Brooks thirty three, Breakfield thirty two, Morell thirty seven. Fagan, 25, Crowley, 20, Rodriguez, 32. Yeah, and Ty was complaining about his knee, asking to come out, and, and Kermit was like, you got to play. I, 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 I got nobody. That's where they are. Yeah. And that's not me criticizing Ty. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to guess. I'm sure that, he's hurt. I'm going to guess that his knee was legitimately hurting. Yeah, but, I mean, Kermit looks over at his bench and goes, I don't know what you're going to do. So. Which... If you want to have a criticism, that's the criticism. Well, no, all those things still remain. None, none of those things are fixed. But they could have quit. Oh, We've seen teams quit. Sure. And they haven't quit. No. Not at all. They've played very hard. And LSU made a run at them where you would have been easy to go, ah, screw it. It was fun. Here. Yeah, we took a shot. Take your dub. I'm going to get some chicken. Get on the plane. Head home. <laughs> Instead, they fought him. It's credit. Uh, elsewhere in the league last night, Auburn 100, Alabama 81. Just uh, hammered the really tide last night. In, Auburn's uh, really good. And their fans, their fans were loud. 51-37 at the break. Outscored them 49-44. Yeah, that... That reverse rammer jammer after the game last night was deafening. Deafening. Yeah. Like it, it was it was like, oh shit. Like yeah. everybody was still hanging out. They were, nobody left. It was it was It's a pretty emotional rivalry, Chase. It gets more emotional though in the uh, NFM basketball, I feel like, because football is so almost fear based or then but they don't like try to kill one another. We're so used to the egg bowl. The Iron Bowl almost kind of looks tame to me. I've actually seemed like I notice it more in basketball than I do football in a way yeah. because of the close quarters and the yeah. the whatever. Like, I mean, like I said, we cover a lot of Egg Bowl, so I mean, I look at the Iron Bowl, and go, yeah, it's a picnic. You, <laughs> you guys worried about over there? What's the, what's the problem? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, Alabama's such a weird team. I mean, I'm not faulting them for that last night, but they're four and five in the uh, league now. They're so built around nothing but offense. Yeah, I, and so when you, when your shots all fall, great. Yeah, oh, they look like look, damn world look, beaters. Yeah, you look like the Harlem Globetrotters. But when your shots don't fall, and you got to go play some defense, to me that's why the Ole Miss game yesterday, like the first half, you could explain it away with because I was Carson had soccer in Tupelo, mm-hmm. and so I watched the first twenty minutes, and then we listened, and David Kellum's like, "Yeah, Ole Miss is shooting seventy eight percent or whatever." At one point, I'm like, "Well." That's not sustainable. I mean, if you do that, okay. Yeah, sure. if you shoot, because listen, if the game plan is, hey, guys, we're going to go shoot 80% tonight. Okay, hey, cool, coach, let's go win. Yeah. What was impressive was in the second half when the shots didn't fall, when the turnovers came. Because you knew that run was coming. You knew LSU was going to make a run. Darius Days couldn't miss for a little while. Um, And they just held on. They got – gritty plays. That's what was most impressive. I think that's the reason why for Kermit that was as proud of a coach as I've seen in a long time. He knew that his team had gutted and willed its way to a win. And any relief that you get from Ruffin. Because you coach the you coach Franklin those last few minutes going, oh, 
Illinois. Oh, in the back of your mind, going, what are yeah. we? What, what are we going to do? Yeah, let's win. But my God, like, uh, I, 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 because at that point, Austin Crowley becomes your point guard, and Ty Fagan becomes your backup point guard, and neither one of them are really point guards. Point guards. No, they want Austin to be one, and at times he is one. And I think you can pass. He's a passable point guard for about ten minutes, but he's not roughing. Is that the other Mississippi State won big last night, right? That was the other league game. Yeah, against South Carolina. Yeah, right. Good game around the league. Uh, Kansas did go on the road and win in Ames yesterday. I'd mentioned that game briefly yesterday yeah. when we were just talking. Who plays tonight? I'm going up right now. I think Arkansas is at Georgia. I'm curious whether they can. Curious whether that game happens. What's going on? Weather. Weather. They can get out. I'm sure they're concerned about whether they can get them back in. Yeah, tonight around the league, we got Florida in Como tonight. Um, Florida is a six-point favorite on the road at Missouri. Wait, Missouri to cover that line. I'll take my six with Missouri at home against that Florida team that is not exactly great on the road, and their guard play can be atrocious at times. Vanderbilt at Kentucky tonight. That is a 16-point line at Rupp. Yeah, yuck. I mean, you can go watch Scotty Pippen Jr. if you would like, but that's about all for the Commodores. And then, uh, as you mentioned, Six o'clock from Stegman Coliseum, Arkansas, and Georgia tonight. Yeah, we started telling the girls on Sunday, "You better go get food, go get stuff, because you're not going to be able to get out late in the week for a few days." Ten point line on that one, Arkansas minus ten. When the forecast calls for eight to twelve inches of snow and ice, oh really? Yeah, you know they, they, they might be a minute. I don't know where Arkansas is scheduled to play Saturday. That might determine what happens today at home. Ooh. So they got to get them back. I don't know. Yeah, they I'm, play State at home on Saturday night. They're probably already there. Oh, yeah, they're definitely there. Yeah, so they can get them. They could probably get them back tonight because I think the weather's supposed to get there tomorrow for the most part. So you fly them out as soon as the game's over. Yeah, you got to get them back quick. Yeah, because weather's – they were already getting some ice and stuff, I think. Yeah, they, they're a 7.30 game on Saturday night. The only decent games at all on Saturday are at night. Um, Kentucky's at Alabama. It's an interesting game on Saturday for Nate Oates. Oh, it's the Cats sure. in Tuscaloosa on for Saturday. Sure. Um, LSU at Vanderbilt suddenly got to win a game. I mean, they've lost, what, five of six? Yeah, and that – hey, Vanderbilt's okay at home. I don't know if they're still virtual Commodore week or what, what the deal No, that is. was only a three-game span at the time. Is it over I don't, now? Well, I don't know if they extended it, but it was it was only a three-game span so it's, at the so, time. So it's suddenly safe for the kids to go to the games? It's my interpretation. Okay, Somebody have to let me know. Tennessee at South Carolina, Auburn at Georgia, and then, as you mentioned, Ole Miss, Florida. That's a 2.30 game on SEC Network. Okay. From Exact Tech Arena at Stephen O'Connell Center. The O-Dome. Sure. Yep. It was a lot more of the O-Dome when they had Noah and Corey Brewer. and Yeah. I've been Fort in that Bird place when it was those... rocking, man. Oh, no, they had. I mean, a couple they of won back-to-back titles. I mean, they've had it going at, at a point or another. I'll always have a... Uh, I mean, that was four NBA dudes, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And Auburn was supposed to play them back when I was covering Auburn, and... It was a Sunday, like 11 a.m. CBS game late in the year. And I stayed, I was at the hotel where Auburn was, and I kept saying, I don't see Chris Porter. <laughs> he wasn't there. Where was he at? Uh, it was the beginning of the end. Agent issues. Different day. Except that was a little bit of a wild, wild west time, wasn't it? Like, Yeah, yeah. In a different way. I remember talking to the agent finally. It's like Nate something. I was like, whoa, this is a big story. What did he say? I mean, he admitted it. Did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
What was Inja like? Mamadou? Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's a good dude. Yeah. I, like, if you tell me, it's, it's one of my weird things. Like, just growing up, like, as an Ole Miss fan, like, listen to the radio or whatever. Like, if you say, hey, what players do you remember? For some reason, Mamadou Inja is, like, the first one that comes to my mind. If you go, hey, like, other guys in the league during that time period. Yeah, that, was a fun, that is the first name to always come to mind. That was a fun team to cover. Doc Robinson and Mamadou Njai and um, Bryant Smith and yeah. uh, Scotty Pullman and Damian Fishback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all those guys. That was yeah. a fun team to cover. Different era. Lots of access. Was there? Oh, yeah. What happened with Texas Tech? I know they beat Texas last night, but what was like the what's what's the, what was the scuttlebutt around that? Chris Beard was coaching Texas now, and they were not happy. Uh, Did you? See? That's what that was. That okay. arena was nuts. Was it really? Yeah, I saw Rick Flair was going to be there or something that, like that. That arena, I, I had no idea Texas Tech could put that many people in a basketball facility, but they did. Oh, was it a zoo? It was crazy. What was the final? A bunch to not many. Oh, they beat them up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, former Texas Tech coach Chris Beard showered with booze as he enters United Supermarkets Arena. Supermarkets Arena. Yeah, That's boot, a terrible name. Booze were the nicest things that happened. Got a lot more than that. 77-64 in his return of his alma mater. You've never seen so many middle fingers. I mean, that's... You lose a guy who went to your school to Texas. I mean, I, I, I get it, like... He he deserved every bit of that one. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, whatever. He can do what he wants. I'm not blaming Chris Beard, but whoo. Whew. So we're going to talk about this NFL thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was getting to a break. So we didn't oh, care. okay. So then, Someone uh, asked me, well, they said, do you still have Cliff Ellis's cookbook? I don't think I have it anymore. That was not Oh yeah. That was not a happy assignment. My, my sports editor made me do a story on Cliff's cookbook. And by that point... Cliff and I, our relationship was a little icy. Yeah. Did you do the story? I did it. I mean, I, I know. Yeah, no choice. You don't just look at your boss and go, no. I'm not going to write about the cookbook. I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Tonight wasn't about me, guys. I'm on the record my whole career. You guys understand that. I respect the opponent and I respect the game. Congratulate Texas Tech on a good home win in the Big 12. Had a great crowd tonight. Thought it was a good college basketball game. All right, Chris. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast brought you in the back of his mind. He thought, "Next time I come here, yeah, yeah." Northeast Spark N E S P A R C two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's nespark.com. Six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone service, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call the office for details. Again, that is 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll have a mailbag up later today at RebelGrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet those goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. 
Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. They've got the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and so many other brands. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga. Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove, a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Bell & Grove specializes in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rates possible for their customers. In addition, they can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. Podcast also brought to you by New Orleans-based PrimeShrimp.com. That's P-R-I-M-E. Easy cook shrimp. No mess. No prep. Just drop the frozen pouch into boiling water. Ship straight to your door in just a few days. Delicious shrimp cooked in less than 10 minutes if you're on the fly or not an expert chef. You've got the signature seasoning. It's my favorite, the French Quarter Alfredo. they got more flavors coming soon as well. And right now you get $20 off for your first purchase. Just use code MPW. And you always a money-back guarantee if you don't love it. Order four pounds or more, and it ships free. Again, that's primeshrimp.com. So yesterday, um, Brian Flores, uh, as he does not get the uh, the Giants job, again, as we, uh, as we, we, I guess we talked about that. We even talked about that. Oh. I don't know. I don't remember what I we don't think about. so. Okay. Um, they did kind of a, a, a we had mentioned him duo. yesterday because he was supposedly interviewing with the Saints. That's right. So we did like they, they did a Bills duo. They hired um, I forget the GM's name and then Brian Dabble. And um, he comes out with a huge lawsuit yesterday, defendants being the NFL, the Broncos, and the Giants, I believe. And the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, off the top of my head. Um, Among the allegations, he says that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, offered to pay him $10,000 per loss when they were tanking. Was it Um, ten or $100,000? I thought it was ten. Maybe maybe I'm off a zero. I don't know. Either way. Um, Which, frankly, in some ways, I'm like, it's kind of good science, but whatever. It's... Um, that's only a problem if you then get – that's one of the reasons you're terminated is your win-loss record. Otherwise, yeah, you're supposed to tank if you're the Dolphins at that point. Yeah, everybody so, takes. Yeah. Um, he has among the – I guess not – I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know the only call things or all things. But inside the, the, the lawsuit, he has text from Bill Belichick where Belichick I, – I, 
I guess he knew he was talking to Flores, but he misread something else he had had from somebody else. Like, I don't really know no, he what. He thought he was talking to Brian Dayball. Oh, you thought he was thought he was talking to Dayball? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. See, I thought he knew he was talking to Flores, but he had misread whatever had come into him. Oh, that could be. I think he thought that Flores was the coach and that he was congratulating Flores, but I think somebody said, hey, Brian got the job, and he took oh. the wrong Brian from whatever he was told. Gotcha. That's the way I interpreted gotcha. that. Gotcha. Um, okay. Because then he goes, oh. He yeah. went back and checked Hell. and asked somebody and goes, hey, who are we talking about? And they go, dabble. And he goes, oh. Okay. Gotcha. And that was before Flores' interview. Yes. So, look. It's one of my problems with the Rooney rule in the We've NFL. always said the Rooney rule is beyond stupid. It just it's it, Because if somebody knows who they're hiring, they're not changing their mind based off anything. Right. They're just running through the dog and pony show. They are. I yes. Mean, that, that's, well, you're, that's, you're literally checking the box. At best, you come out of that and go, hey, that guy was pretty interesting. We'll keep him in mind for something down the yeah, road. Yeah, but to a guy like Brian Flores, who had already been an NFL head coach in his 30s, that's a waste of everyone's time. And frankly, it's a hundred k. Sorry, I was a, I was. A, 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 there's a big difference in ten and a hundred. That's a different number. Yeah, I'll take the hundred. Yeah, it it it's also a it's an insult to his intelligence. Why make him go through the 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 dog and pony show and interview for a job that's already been done? And 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 if you're the Giants, you defend the Giants by going, well, the league requires us to do this. Now here's the part with me, and I've this is two things. One. Is it harder for a minority to get an NFL job as a head coach than it is for a white guy? Certainly looks so. Yeah, sure. Do I believe that the New York Giants hired Brian Dayball, for example, because he's white? I absolutely, emphatically do not. No. I believe that the New York Giants hired Brian Dayball because they saw what happened in Buffalo. Which is why they went both. They saw the, the way that the Bills built the roster. And they saw the success that Dayball had with Josh Allen, and they know the investment that they have in um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, and yes, you can let Daniel Jones walk, but it still becomes this killer drag on your roster. You're better off salvaging D- Daniel Jones financially. So I don't believe for one minute that that part's going to stick. The part about the Broncos and Elway and them showed up the morning after drunk. I don't know. Frankly, I'm not particularly surprised. It's a terrible look yeah. for the Broncos. Does that make the Broncos racist? Yeah, that, that's a reach. I can't go there. I mean, I, I that, and I've seen multiple attorneys or different legal experts say that winning this lawsuit will be next to impossible. That the standard is very difficult. Which brings you to the question. Why not Why wait yesterday? even like five days? Because it's very likely he was going to get another head coaching job. He's very highly regarded. Well, he was the one yeah, guy. He was the one of the whole bunch and went, hey. Well, he what? was the one guy that supposedly was the, the roadblock with the Saints and Dennis Allen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Saints are like, you know, we probably just promote Allen. That's the easy thing to do, obviously. We just move people down the hall. Keep the kind of culture or whatever. I mean, he was Peyton's right-hand man. Instead, they, they wanted to talk to Flores. Flores was the defensive coordinator, I think, for Bill Belichick correct, in, in, yes. in New England. He lands a head coaching job in his 30s. It's difficult to go, well, you know, the, the color of my skin has held me back. 
the argument against that would be doesn't appear that it did. Now, the deal in Miami with the tampering and all that stuff, that's interesting. But, hey, we want to lose to get a higher draft pick. That's not novel. No, that's – it typically is not that form, formal, if you will. But um, I, I don't understand why he did this now. Like, what? who's behind this? Who's funding this? Because he's probably torpedoed it now. Because he's, what, 40 years old? Yeah, I don't know. He's thrown his career away, potentially? Yeah, it, it – it's bizarre. That's what I kept coming to yesterday. I got kind of frustrated. I was driving to Tupelo with Carson, and he took a nap in the car on the way to. And so I was trying to keep the. No, I turned it to ESPN Radio because it's nice and simple. Yeah. And they kept going into race and stuff. I'm like, wait, you're missing the part of the story that I'm kind of really interested in. Why now? Who's funding this? Who's behind this? What is this about? Because if it's not a winnable lawsuit, what's in it for him? Yeah, and that was per somebody that the undefeated had used in the column they were writing, so I'll take their word for it. I, I, mean, sure. I don't remember the guy's name. What's in it for him? Why? Who talked him into this? Because I would like to think that I would have been the guy in that law office, hand raised, that goes, hey, Brian? You've got multiple interviews left. At least let those play out. Why don't we go do those interviews and let's see if you get another job and then let's revisit whether we want to move forward with this. I don't don't know what that was about. And you see the people say, we're going to revolutionize the game. And I've seen some of that. It's going to revolutionize the league. In what way? You can't force owners to do anything. They're still going to hire whom they want. Yeah, well, in a league where – look, again, is there racism in the NFL? Yeah, there's racism in everything. There's racism in everything. But in a league where the scoreboard is so important, where they want to win I'm, – I'm, I've told you this before. I've been around enough NFL people. I covered the Saints for a little while – That league is about winning. It is about filling up your stadium. It is about marketing. It is about winning. They, they, it might be, and I would argue it's less racist than almost anything because they just don't care, man. Can you take my team to wins? The Chiefs did not draft Patrick Mahomes because he's black. The Bills didn't draft Josh Allen because he's white. The Bengals didn't move on from Marvin Lewis because he's black. They didn't hire, they didn't draft Joe Burrow because he's white or Jamar Chase because he's black. They made those moves because they thought it would lead to more wins. And yet you see people in the media turn this into the NFL as this bastion of racism and it's like guys there's you you can't just throw that out there without some proof and a former coach filing a lawsuit doesn't necessarily provide that proof and again that you the the giants are one of the defendants and i can sit here and shoot massive holes in that theory yeah and basically they just came out yesterday and goes hey look he was a candidate to the very end i sorry i mean i you know we took it seriously it is what it is yeah, and I mean prove them wrong. 
Well, I mean, good luck. Yeah. But, I mean, do, do you have to assume that the, the, the Giants hired Dayball because he's white, yeah. which just completely is illogical. Yeah. There's an easy logic that minorities have a harder time getting their second job or they, at times, get fired prematurely for some reason. Logically, I can go there. But proving it with right. specifics is very difficult. Right. Because you look at it and go, one of 30, whatever, is, is black. Okay, that yeah, that's weird. Yeah, 100%. Strange Absolutely. as hell. Absolutely. But there was a period where there were more than that. And I do think there's been a lot of progress. I mean, two GMs have been hired who are, who are African-American. Yeah, including recently with the Vikings. Yeah, and the Bears. Yeah. Who I believe both hired white head coaches. Yes, well, that is correct. Harbaugh's white and, and the guy, what's his name? Whipperfluss or something? Last name. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The Vikings haven't actually hired the guy yet. Yeah, the Bears hired the guy that's super into acronyms, which oh, really? is like the immediate sign that this is not going to work. Yeah, he's like... I know that. Yeah, hits is this thing. It's like okay. science, whatever. Jackson, thanks for the super chat. Uh, I kind of answered in the stream. I, I think Ole Miss baseball is between 9 and 16 from a host standpoint. I don't know if they have the pitching to be top eight unless they just obliterate the baseball, which is possible. They're one of the best two... On paper, one of the best two offenses in the country with LSU. Um, so we'll see, but... And, and yeah, anything less than Omaha is going to at least make it very complicated for Mike. Um, I believe that. You know, things play out a lot of different ways, but that that's going to be tough. At some point, the the overall number becomes the overall number. Uh, media day's Friday. Ooh, let's go. Um, Parham colon yeah. Omaha uh, or yeah. bust per reports. Yeah, every day. Great. <laughs> Yeah, to make grinds right. Yeah, the argument, the actual argument is that minority coaches don't get as many attempts to fail as white coaches. Yes. 100%. 100%. And it does does appear that to be true. Proving that that is intentional is going to, what I was hearing today. Because the retread business, and see, I think that's part of it too. Yeah. The NFL is a such a, for all their positives, they're such a retread business. Well, if you have fewer black coaches to be retreads, Right. Hence, there are fewer black retreads. Yeah. If that makes sense, sure. Like that, that, sure. Because yeah, there are white coaches that, I mean, chance after chance after chance, you go, oh my god, like. But it's because they just, hey, I know that guy, and maybe we change the one thing, and this. Now a lot of those franchises don't actually win, but that is a thought inside the NFL. Well, I mean, you know, the NFL is designed for parity. That doesn't mean that there is parity. There's still. There's still a reason that the same franchises win over and over and over. Yeah. They're smarter. Yeah. Sure. They're run better. Yeah. So. Including one that's had an African-American coach for, what, 15 years now? Correct. Yeah, and Tomlin would have job offers everywhere. If, if Yeah, I mean, that. If, if Mike Tomlin picked up the phone today and called Jacksonville, for example, and said, you know what, I've been thinking about it, and I just kind of like it there. Here's the offer. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot there. It's just when people do this sweeping. Okay, well, it's going to be this. I'd still, I'd still want my answer, my question answered. Why now? Yeah. Why? Why on Tuesday? You couldn't have waited till Friday. Yeah. What was this about? I'd love to know. Yeah. 
and maybe he knows more and can prove more. Yeah, or knows he wasn't getting any of them. He goes, okay, maybe so. Stupid. And maybe yeah, just and he's a little annoyed. And sure, I just yeah. would love to know because I. Well, it is a notable thing that, and look, that wins and losses is not everything. But he carried the Dolphins to back-to-back winning seasons. The first time that's happened since Dave Weinstadt did it in '02 and '03. Yeah, been a minute. Yeah, and they went ten and six and nine and eight uh, last year and this year. Some of the, but there to, were personnel. There's a lot of stuff. Not to minimize that part of the story at all. Yeah, yeah. But the tampering part of the story, where Ross was bringing an NFL. Yeah. I mean, it read like he was referencing Tom Brady. It did that was how, that was the that was how I inferred that. <laughs> and <laughs> our guy was like, "Ah, oh, no, 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 peace. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. I can't. I can't be there. Yeah. That's the the tampering part. The NFL is going to have a decision to 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 make. Yeah, you can't do that stuff. No, no, that one's out. So, all right. What uh, you, real yeah. quick, what do you anticipate the NFL's reaction to this? This is obviously we're days away from the Super Bowl media stuff. It's going to be a major topic in Los Angeles next week. Does the NFL just push back, or what do they do? Uh, yeah, you you push back. You have each team push back in their own respective way, as it, it's been happening, and you move from there. I, there's no other you. you there's no other answer. You're not giving in. Right. You just make statements and try to ignore it best you can and let and you let the Super Bowl and the the aura of your week let it be the aura of your week. And it will to some extent, depending on what he has, overshadow yeah. that yeah. to whatever degree. I, I think that's the answer there. So always something, especially in the NFL. Still king, but wow, big day. Uh interesting day. We'll have more tomorrow, football. I'm sure something will happen in the next 24 hours before we talk to you. Hope all of you have a wonderful day. Um, Content at rebelgrove.com. More podcasts coming throughout the week, so take care. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.